the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black. I do appreciate you, the effort that it takes. I always try to fulfill my end of the bargain of you listen, I'll have something to offer. Today I'm playing with the idea of labor. I'm playing with the idea. Typically I start my shows with ideas and uh, I try to get them to go full circle. Um, That jobs report a couple weeks ago creeping higher on unemployment bothered me because the first time unemployment claims were going down in the right direction, but now we're starting to find that people are being picky and choosy about the jobs they come back to. And it's not necessarily people. What I'm seeing in a lot of the evidence is that restaurants, the hotel and leisure industry, still hasn't gotten anywhere near the positions back where they were pre-pandemic. Down about 2.9 million workers. And if we have 50 states and you divide 2.9 million, let's just round up to 3 million by 50, let's say there's a lot of states I don't want to go to. And you're going to say there's a lot of hotel and leisure that's going to be understaffed this summer. Now, I'm trying to tie that together and go with me here to the FDA authorizing use of the Pfizer vaccine for adolescents who are at least 12 years old in Moderna, currently testing its own vaccine on youths. Teens may also need jobs to help support their family. I was watching a BBC report last night on, I can only take so much MSNBC and Fox News and CNN. I can only take so much. I, I want someone to start like the Rob Black News channel. I don't know exactly what it would be on if it would be just happiness and flowers and puppies or if it'd be the crack cocaine dealer, you know, putting concrete shoes on his wife and throwing her in the bay. I don't know. There was a news station out of Pittsburgh 20 years ago that tried to say on the 11 o'clock news tonight, we're not going to do any negative stories. So there's going to be no police arrest. There's going to be no uh, uh, gun shootings. There's going to be no violence, no blood. You can watch the news and go to bed without having nightmares. Oh, <laughs> and then the airplane crashed in Pittsburgh and there's luggage in trees and legs in trees and heads in sewers. So you can date it back to then. The same month that they said, we're not going to show you anything explicit was the same month the biggest story hits Pittsburgh and they weren't allowed to show it. Their ratings fell about 30%. Everyone was fired. So back to teenagers getting the COVID shot. I think ideally we would live in a world where we don't have to do that. If there's an AIDS vaccine, I'd be able to look at my 12-year-old son and say, this isn't going to be a problem for you for a few years, right? We can wait on the shot. And the answer is no. 
I believe in herd immunity. I believe in science. I took shots 50 years ago that were based in early 20th century technology. And now we're using shots based on early 21st century technology. I feel a lot better about when I took my polio vaccine, which has been eradicated because people like me took it who didn't need to take it. I didn't need to be part of that sheep. I had my rights, but my dad said, you're going to take it. And 10 year old Rob went down to take a shot. And I remember vomiting all night long. That was a brutal shot. But my 12 year old got his COVID shot. And then I'm trying to tie this back in the labor market. Like, why did we, why are we letting 12 year old to 18 year olds get shots? You know, you, you hear the headlines, they're healthy. Well, they can pass it on to unhealthy people. And they can still get it. Brazil has a alarmingly high number of deaths of children and pregnant women giving birth to dead children with COVID. Alarmingly, th- over 3,000 deaths of children. So it does happen. Maybe it didn't happen with the original COVID. Maybe it won't happen in America. Maybe that's a Brazilian thing. I don't know. We got to stop pointing fingers and just get along and play along. So my kid gets a shot. I'm like, he's entering the workforce in six years. Maybe. Going to college. But, you know, Lord knows when I was 16 years old, I was working at restaurants. Restaurants need people. Now, the area where they need people the most, teenagers tend to get the best jobs at hotels and, and restaurants. They could be bussers, runners, food runners. They could be hosts. If you've ever gone into a restaurant and gone like, wow, that's a really cute 16-year-old girl who's wearing really cute 16-year-old fashion. Well, they don't put her on dishwasher because A, she won't do it. And B, the 21-year-old dishwasher who will do it is covered in acne and he won't be a host because he doesn't want people to laugh at him. <sighs> so it's interesting. This is going to be a summer where hotel and leisure struggles. And they're going to need as many teenager workforces as they can get. So they're offering more money. They're offering friend referral bonuses. You get the idea. Cooks and dishwashers tend to be 21 to 35 years old. And they're the ones who are holding out the job market right now by saying, you know what? I'm actually going to make more money through September this year by not working than going to your gross and dirty crab shack and washing dishes all night long of people gluttonously eating. I get it. It is a bit of a problem. And I understand why the teen labor force participation, it was declining before the pandemic and it's going to be declining after the pandemic. And then we get into some weird stuff we can start talking about. I tell you, I try to start with ideas and try to connect the dots. I saw a report out of Ocean City, which is uh, kind of a beach community. It's one of those communities I bet is doing really well as people fled big cities for COVID and went anywhere with, with beaches and more space. They typically bring in about 4,000 to 5,000 European teenagers every year to work at the restaurants and bars during the summer, kind of give them some international travel experience, but also kind of fill the need for that, that hotel and leisure restaurant worker. This year, they've only given out 100 of the visas. They typically give out 4,000 to 5,000 so my final thought of the day is don't be a Karen and get canceled from your community. Don't be a Karen and get canceled from your job. Don't go scream at restaurants. Teenagers don't want to work there. 21 to 35-year-olds don't want to work there. 
we're trying to inoculate the workforce because there's a lot of mom and dads who have lost their jobs. And like I was telling you on a BBC show last night, I was watching the news. There was a little girl who was like, it's tough for me to be in eighth grade. It's tough. Part of me is making like Slurpees, not Slurpees, like smoothies for people, but I'm also doing a history test in between. And you're like, she's 15. Why isn't she at school? Well, her mom and dad lost their jobs and she's paying for the rent for the family and the food. Making smoothies while also attending class. Crazy. These are the stories that we sometimes don't leave our community and see. When I came to California 20 plus years ago, I quickly realized a lot of Californians have never been east of the Mississippi. I'm sorry, east of the Rocky Mountains, even worse. And you don't see what communities are out there. You don't see what jobs are out there. You don't see what workforce is out there. Anyhow, it's going to be an interesting 2021 summer with hotel and leisure. Don't freak out at the work staff, the wait staff, hotel and leisure. Because you will be videoed, and it will ruin your career. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, sitting in for myself. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. There's some topics that I won't cover on this show because I don't need to. If you want a whole show debt to get Bitcoin, you're probably going to be dealing with someone who's not wealthy, but someone who wants to become wealthy. I'm considered fluent. I'm considered wealthy. I made my money the old-fashioned way investing it. I don't dive into hours-long investment ideas onto... Dogecoin or cryptocurrency because I don't have to. My audience ranges from 20 years old to 75 years old. I talk too fast for anyone over 75. Why am I telling you this? I know my audience. And if you want that crypto warm feeling of me breathing on your neck, like, does that feel good? Okay, now I just got creepy. Why is Rob breathing on my neck? Um, I, don't, I don't have time for it. AMC Movie or AMC Entertainment, the stock is on fire again. And to me, it's, it's trivial. I like fundamentals. We all like something when it comes to members of, the other, uh, of people following with. Sometimes it's their smile. Sometimes it's their musculature. Sometimes it's their brain. Sometimes it's just something simple like they wear glasses. And you're like, I've always liked people in glasses. When it comes to investing, I like revenue. I like earnings. I like price to sales ratios. I like gross margins. I I can name a lot of things that I like. So when a stock starts moving on speculation, innuendo, hope, I'm out. AMC, a popular trading vehicle on Reddit these days, seemingly won't go away. Company reported earnings last week and management sounded upbeat about the potential for theater recovery amid increasing vaccination rates. Their CEO invoked Winston Churchill during the call. 
I'm like, I'm no interest. No luck selling that to me. It's just go out and die. I like AMC. I've never had a problem with AMC. I think their buttered popcorn's fine. I, their jujube beans are lovely. Their big frosty sodas are amazing. But when push comes to shove, I might not go to a movie theater. Uh, as I've gotten older, do you remember when you were 12, 14, 15, 16, mom and dad would drop you off at the mall? And you thought you were bad poop. You thought you were like, you could mess up. You could, you could like take on the sheriff if you had to. And you'd see a movie Friday night and Saturday night with your friends. And it didn't really matter if the movie wasn't any good. You were with your friends. And if it really stunk, you started laughing about it. Do you remember that experience of going to the movie theaters? I remember seeing nine and a half weeks in a movie theater <laughs> with two guys. I know you're saying, did you have enough game that you took a girl in high school to see an R-rated dirty film? I didn't have that much game. So I see it with two guys. I'm like, yeah, that was kind of fun. That Kim Masters, pretty good looking woman. Yeah, I want to marry a woman like her. And we're probably eating in a restaurant late at night kind of thing like Denny's. I have no interest anymore in seeing movies in movie theaters. I'll, I do it for other people. Once a year, it's kind of nice. But it's kind of like, you know, McDonald's. You can't have it every week anymore. You just don't want it. It's kind of like a passion love life. You can't have it every week anymore. Oh, the passionate love life. It is a lot like McDonald's. Only during vacations. Da-da-dunch. I'm here all day. Thank you very much. AT&T. One thing that I can tell you about AT&T... Spinning off Time Warner. Warner Media is the better way of saying that. TNT, Charles Barkley. Spinning that off and creating a super company with Discovery. One thing it tells me is the company had too much damn debt. Now, again, you're not going to hear that story. You're going to hear about like, oh, it's going to compete with Netflix. Oh, it's going to compete with Disney+. Plus. They spent a lot of money buying Time Warner. AT&T did. They thought they were going to vertically integrate it into phones. And they got that U-verse product that comes into your home. I don't know anyone who actually has it. I, I don't know what the story is there. I don't think I've ever actually seen it in a home or a hotel. But they were never able to do it, and they spent a lot of money. Instead of spending a lot of money, they put it on a credit card, also known as a debt. And now, three years later, they're like, you know, we're famous for paying a dividend. We're AT&T, god damn it. We're AT&T, don't you know? We're AT&T, like the company from the 50s and 60s. We were the bell companies. We pay dividends. We share with the world our profits. And then they got to a situation where 5G's out there, and it's good. But I'm not willing to pay $200 a month for 5G. They, they, they kind of lost their way of raising their ARPU, average revenue per user. They thought maybe we can get Time Warner and give them HBO and the Khaleesi. Game of Thrones, and they'll pay an extra two bucks, three bucks, four bucks, five bucks a month. Didn't happen. So they set up their streaming service to compete with Netflix and Disney. And on some levels, Apple TV Plus, which I think is a loser if Amazon buys... MGM, 
which it looks like they will, take out the last big studio, and that leaves Apple with being the king of the independents, which could be a good thing if Apple can figure that out. But AT&T got to a point where they just had too much debt. And if you want to pay a dividend, you can't have that much debt because you have to pay the debt first. AT&T is roughly $170 billion of debt left it with 3.1 times leverage. Boring, Rob. You're losing me on leverage comparisons. Let's just say they had too much debt and they weren't able to service it and pay the dividend going forward. And instead of saying that out loud, they quietly shed a company that they paid a lot of money for. So you get back to their core business. That's what that story tells me. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. A market that is in a lateral consolidation. It doesn't go sideways in a straight line. It goes up some days. It goes down other days. I feel like we're consolidating, which is sideways is not down. Sideways is not up. It's tough to tell you, are we having a good day, bad day? I think we're digesting. Walmart, Home Depot, and Macy's had really nice earnings and really good guidance. Visa and MasterCard got upgraded to outperform from neutral. Amazon's looking to acquire MGM Studios. Berkshire Hathaway took an investment stake in Aon Insurance and increased their stake in Kroger, a grocery company. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. You do have a choice. You could be listening to that Sarah in the Midget Show and... 20 years from now, you're going to find yourself not having two dimes to rub together. You could be listening to the Lamont and other guy with an Italian name show. And 10 years from now, you can find yourself without two dimes to rub together. But, oh, man, did they prank their boss? There's a time and place for everything. I like moderation, moderation. You should check in with me at least once a week, if not five days a week, two hours a day, 10-hour club. But I'm conceited. I get that. I see things in funny ways. Home Depot has a great quarter. And I get it myself. I wonder if that means Whirlpool's going to have a good quarter. Whirlpool makes appliances. They make big ticket items. Refrigerators, washers, dryers, dishwashers, things that cost more than your lunch. But throughout the last 20 years, we've been saying, well, let's go make that in Peru. Or let's make that, like, we don't want to make it in America. Because in America, our minimum wage is way higher than it is in Peru. I know you're saying, oh, you're getting into the whole Peruvia. I could say Mexico, right? And I know you're saying, our, our minimum wage isn't very much. And I trust me, it's not enough. I get it. But Rob Black wants a refrigerator that's 699 
because that's the price I would I would bet on anything in the prices right would be six hundred ninety nine dollars, Bob. It was dishwasher. I was probably too high. It was a refrigerator. I was probably too low. But that's where I'm going with my appliance numbers. Okay. Okay. So the person that I love was able to get together work coworkers in Santa Barbara and they all went to the prices, right? Now that's team bonding in my opinion, because they all had to come up with t-shirts that made them look incredibly stupid. They all had to get there two, three hours in line before it opened up. I don't really find team bonding to go on like a two mile tough mutter. I find that to be, uh oh, someone's going to get sued when they get hurt. But okay, so back to me. Whirlpool. They make things like Maytag, Abana, KitchenAid. And I'll be honest with you. I tend to think that appliances were much nicer when I was younger. Now, I know I'm sounding like an old grandfather and not a grandfather. Technically, I could be. Or wait, I should say I'm not a grandfather that I know of. Is that better? Um, but they're increasing prices 5 to 12% across the board. That's what I heard from the Whirlpool conference call. But I heard from the Home Depot conference call that demand for home improvement and home goods is, is rocking. And then I see, okay, they're raising prices 5 to 12%. Rob Black wants to pay six ninety nine for a refrigerator. How do we keep it? Nope, Rob Black's going to be paying seven thirty, seven forty five. He's going to have to raise his bid if he wants one. It's very, very tough for me to say go out and buy Whirlpool because I, I treat investing very seriously. But it certainly makes my list of that's interesting. Mohawk Industries, they do a lot of flooring and carpeting. Same thing. I like the idea of Mohawk. Every now and then some of the flooring companies get into trouble because they try to cut cost. Where labor is cheap in Peru and Mexico, it's even cheaper in China. And China's willing to say, you know what, we can make that that laminate board for you way cheaper than anyone else. And we're going to use chemicals that probably causes cancer, but you'll never know. We can make it cheaper and faster if we use it, but do it our way. So I could go like at a Sweden's Electrolux, but you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm not that damn smart. I could barely find Sweden on a map. And then it's going to be a guess that maybe that's Norway. It could be Denmark. I don't know. So why go after an Electrolux who makes appliances as well? Or a Masco housing supplier? To me, you can kind of get into this too smart for your own good. Whirlpool has strong brands, strong competitive position, strong distribution, but it has a history of uneven financial uh, performance. I don't like that. So I'm going to go with a more home appliance play that I feel comfortable with like a Home Depot. I'm not a big fan of Home Depot's quality. At one point in time, Home Depot had a very high-end version of their stores, and it didn't do well. So like, you can get a nice faucet at Home Depot. You can get a great faucet at one of their, at one of their improved stores, Home Depot Extra or Home Depot Plus. It was called Home Expo, I think. And... Uh, not enough people want a nice faucets. So there's something to be said for 
Home Depot. Okay, now I'm gonna pull up a chart of Home Depot and I'm gonna ask myself, would I wanna own that? Not, I don't directly own Home Depot, I own some Home Depot, definitely an S&P 500 funds or equivalent type funds. So when I pull up the last year of Home Depot, yeah, I definitely wanna own it. It's gone from 240 to 315. When I pull up the last five years, Okay, I could kind of see where in 2020 it went down because stores were closed. It goes from 228 woo, down to 180. Now, since then, it's gone from 180 woo, to 320. I look at the last five years, and it's gone from 127 to 316. Not quite as good as Amazon, not quite as good as Netflix or Apple. But when I take more than a double in five years, there's a pretty good chance you could dig up my dead mother and have her body and party with it in L.A. for a double every five years. Like, there's some areas where I'm going to say, yeah, I, I, that's a pretty good return. Now, if you go back, I don't know what you're saying. That's the darkest thing you've ever said, Rob. <laughs> I know. If you go back to 1986, perhaps the year I graduated high school. Home Depot was a 45 cent stock. Now it's a $316 stock. Way better than Amazon returns. Way better than Apple returns. Do I think it does that over the next 40 years again? No. There's not a Home Depot on every corner like there's a 7-Eleven or McDonald's on every corner, but they're getting there. But do I think they're able to raise prices in the future on paint? Yes. Do I think they're able to raise prices on food in their food court? Yes. Do I think Rob Black will still buy grass seed even though his neighbor has a tree that's 100 feet tall and kills a lot of the sun and kills a lot of the grass? Yes. So Home Depot falls into that Gary world for me. Growth and a reasonable yield. 2% dividend yield, I'm kind of good with. It's better than the bank. It's not as good as a bond or historical bond. It's definitely as good as short-term bonds now, but with more risk. Eh, I'm good with it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, invested more. Okay, I'm not going to go all anti-Mark Zuckerberg, but in my anti-Mark Zuckerberg moment, the news that is being passed on about Israel-Palestine, it's as grotesque as what was happening in the United States between Trump and Biden and the far right and the far left and the misinformation of Facebook. Two-thirds of people who joined hate groups in the United States did so through Facebook's platform. Something's going to have to change. I'm all for free speech, but I'm not for misinformation. And I don't think I'm either pro-Israel or pro-Palestine. I don't honestly think I have enough of intelligence to tell you. I could probably sit down with people on both sides and I could be convinced either way. I heard the, probably the laugh out loud moment in the news yesterday. I think, and it was a commentator on one of the news channels. He goes, I think Germany should have been forced to give Israel a place to live. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of dark. Revisiting Nazi Germany. Like, we can't really go back in time and say, hey, that's a good idea, and let's implement it in hindsight. 
But the Middle East, oh man, all I can tell you is I lived in the Middle East. And as a Caucasian child with blonde hair and blue eyes, I was, whoa, I had to have security as a massive symbol of the West. Um, and that's not a good thing for a six, seven year old kid who likes to elude security, if you know what I'm saying. Misinformation about Israel-Palestinian violence is spreading online from viral videos to the Israeli government's tweets. If you saw the video that came out probably in the fall of a Tom Cruise uh, deepfake, you could do some pretty crazy stuff with news editing. And I can tell you working in radio, we can clean up this show. If I make a mistake, oh yeah, okay, okay I can, here's the perfect example. I know someone who does a radio show who has a massive stutter. So he has to pre-record all of his shows. And it's a massive stutter. It's like, was it Daffy Duck? Who had the stutter? Oh, Porky Pig, Porky Pig. It, he's like Porky Pig times five. And when he goes on air, it's been so cleaned up, you'd think he's like a Shakespearean actor. And that's just an innocent example of editing. So anyway, Facebook, something's going to have to happen there. Too much bad is coming out of it. And Zuckerberg can't say we want to introduce a currency to the world and we want to introduce Instagram to kids and not police his own content. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm not an instant gratification guy, and every time I've ever been in into instant gratification, it hasn't worked out. It just doesn't work for me. I'm a tortured soul. The San Francisco Giants never won a World Series, 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 never won a World Series. They were tortured. To be a fan, you had to be insane. I wasn't part of that. I walked in and they won three World Series out of five. And I was like, "Woo, this is fun. Let's do that again. Um, I'm not instant gratification. Don't look at me to be a Bitcoin kind of guy. If you want to own Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency, one to five percent is my prescription with a diversified portfolio around it with very low expectations on that one to five percent. And if it turns out great, great. Big stories today. Walmart beat expectations. They see robust growth in grocery and online sales. I like it. Nice headline. Home Depot crushes estimates. Its sales jumped 32%. Customers were paying for bigger things. Macy's shares rose today after the retailer reports a surprise profit and hikes its full year outlook. Problem I have with Macy's is when I go to Walmart, it's like I don't go to Walmart. I see images of people going to Walmart at Christmas time, and it looks like a boxing match in the parking lot, like crazy, crazy busy. When I drive by Home Depot, it looks crazy, crazy. When I drive by Macy's or go into a Macy's, like my son is getting to the point where he's got strong thighs. I know you're saying, don't go there, Rob. That's dark. So uh, he comes from a God who he comes from a God. <laughs> my son comes from a God close. He comes from a dad who's got Adonis like legs, played soccer growing up for 15 years from age four to 19. Uh, and I've got well sculpted and crafted legs. My midsection a little soft, 
I modeled my midsection after the uh, the Greek god uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. But my lower legs are the god-like legs of Adonis. So he's getting a little bit bigger, and he can't. He's not going to fit into the Gap Kids. He's not going to fit into the the kids stuff anymore. So he's going to take a, a, a more of a fitting. So he got to go to Macy's the day that he got his COVID shot yesterday. He's turned into a man. Can't tell you the other jokes we make about that in my family, but let's just say they involve body hair. Amazon's in talks to choir MGM. And I thought of this as kind of a funny way to kind of give you the idea of why this is an important story. Amazon Prime Video Service, which they've got a show or two. Like every now and then someone will go, hey, have you watched The Boys on Amazon Prime? It's pretty good. I'm like, yeah. Hey, have you watched this on Amazon? The stuff I've watched on Amazon Prime, I watched the Borat movie and probably some other things like that, but I'm not really turning to Amazon Prime on Friday night going, oh, I wonder what's on. But that may change as there's no time to die. That's my best Billy Eilish. There's no time to die, which has been postponed four times. MGM selling to Amazon Prime, it looks like. And that means Amazon, Jeff Bezos, is going to not only can be a, he now be a, a James Bond villain by building a Death Star behind the moon. Jeff Bezos can have he can even stars the villain in James Bond movies. But not just James Bond movies. But James Bond's good friend, Rocky. Rocky Baba. Yeah, yeah. And Pink Panther. Eh, Pink Panther, I don't quite get. I never quite got. I don't really like Peter Sellers. Or, yeah, I don't quite get it. Not my thing. And The Hobbit. So that would be a cool Christmas party. You get Rocky Balboa getting a little punch drunk at the punch. You get James Bond picking on picking up my wife. So I can go to Amazon Prime's videos Christmas party, or I can go to the new AT&T Discovery Christmas party. Where I get Harry Potter and Guy Fieri. Anderson Cooper and his great laugh. <laughs> Laughing at everyone's jokes. But Wonder Woman all at the same Christmas party. And then you get Netflix. You get the kids from Stranger Things. You get the chess girl. Who else do you get? Eh, I think that's all Netflix has. Oh, probably Adam Sandler. And then... You go over to Disney and you get the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. You get Iron Man and Spider-Man. You get, I think the cool Christmas party might be Disney, right? Or is it Netflix because they got a lot more people at the party? But Amazon's stepping up to the party. I think they're a cool number three, number four. Um, Time Warner's got their little thing going on now with Discovery. Apple Plus. Give Apple credit. And, and they're saying it the right way, but I don't think they really mean it. Hey, it's only $5 a month, and if you get it in a bundle of other services, it's even cheaper. Apple Plus doesn't have a lot of shows, but what they do have have been pretty good critically acclaimed. Um, and their Ted Lasso show, which as a guy growing up playing soccer, and then you have kids who play soccer, and they play the same position I did, the crazy keeper. Oh, of which one of my kids lost so bad this weekend. He picked up a kid from the other team and dropped him because um, the kid was in his box. So he just picked him up and dropped him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a yellow card. Um, but he had fire, and I love it. Um, but that's a whole nother topic.
So if you were at that game and your kid got picked up and dropped, I'm sorry. So Fidelity is launching the Fidelity Youth account, which provides 13-year-olds, 17-year-olds, an investing savings account. That's fine. But it's also going to let you buy and sell stocks with parental supervision. It seems to me to be a pathetic grab at children. Amazon's doing a pathetic grab by picking up James Bond. They're doing a pathetic grab at moviegoers. I get it. I get the pathetic grabs. But I do like the retail sales that came out today. I have not looked at the numbers today. So let's take a look at the numbers for the first time together, shall we? I've been talking on air for two hours. I've been prepping for on air for two hours. I've been up four hours. This is the first time I'm looking at the numbers. Eh. Kind of green. Russell, NASDAQ, S&P 500, all up. NASDAQ, Russell doing the best. But they're the guys who've been beating up the most recently. Dow's down slightly, but nothing material. I'm not really getting a vibe from this. Home construction falls a surprising 9.5% in April. That's not good news. It's good news if you own a home. It's bad news if you want to own a home with a more reasonable price. No right answers, just compromises. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Spread the word and check out robblackshow.com.